Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co-host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Get Wisdom. I'm Brian Kelly, along with Get Wisdom founder and director, Carl Mollison. This week, so... Creator reveals the hidden hazards of social media. That's right. We're going to delve in deep to what's behind the scenes on your favorite device. It, uh, it's an interesting, interesting exploration, Carl. Well, we don't like stepping on people's toes, and there are many avid followers of the different platforms, and they serve various purposes. People like them, and people get addicted to them, and that yeah. you know, may be more of a mixed thing, and we want to address some of the um, negative aspects, so people at least are aware of that, and this is true across the board. With all of our technology, we're very enamored of our new technology or recently gained uh, technological uh, ability to communicate and share information and and uh, for people to have a voice. But that comes with it ethical issues and a responsibility people have, both to others and themselves. So we're going to probe into some of those things, and, and at least so people are aware of those aspects. We're not trying to condemn anyone or anything here, but just broaden the discussion a little bit, make people aware. Absolutely. We've got a lot to cover, so we're going to get right into it. U.S. creator Get Wisdom is trying to utilize social media to get creators' message out to as wide an audience as possible. But for all its promise, most people end up in a political, religious, and social echo chamber within these platforms. How much of this is just human tribalism versus an intentional engineering of the platforms themselves to segregate people this way? All right. And this is what I channeled from creator. This is creator's words. This is an insightful question because it contains many truths. Life is always more complicated than it appears on the surface. The same is certainly true for the big picture when it comes to the culture as a whole and its many working parts. Nothing happens through accident. There is some trial and error in human activity, but it is always purpose-driven and the agenda derives from what has come before. The level of knowledge, awareness, and insight in reaction to history, one's personal experiences, and the cultural beliefs of the current time, and what is agreed upon in common, what is desirable to have and to support as a collective endeavor. To have one's energies devoted to things that will have a broad appeal and therefore make some money for the contributors, often as a livelihood, but certainly to have something that is attractive and perceived as having value is satisfying to everyone on many levels. What has happened here is that the technological innovations making possible social media platforms, like everything else in human culture, is being manipulated to draw out the worst in people and make it possible to spread the poison much more widely than could ever happen through word of mouth alone. Throughout history, mass movements have taken place, but only over large spans of time, simply because of inefficiency in communication. So what was more typical was small pockets of negativity, aberrant belief, behavior, and criminality. And if one simply could travel even a short distance, could become free of such difficulties, or at least have a much superior environment. 
Today's world, in effect, has shrunk from the ability of communication to reach anyone anywhere, no matter the origin or quality of the message. When there is attempt to rein in extremes, it is often done with a cynical, self-serving, and often political agenda of censorship. So it is something that appears to offer a level playing field and a useful platform to the individual, but in fact is a rigged game increasingly through manipulation of thought and censorship of beliefs thought to be outliers, but may well be the actual truth. Well, that's not good news, you know, that the platforms are being manipulated to literally, quote unquote, draw out the worst in people and make make it possible to spread the poison as much more widely than could ever happen through word of mouth alone. That is uh, probably something we all we might have suspected. But boy, there it is in black and white. Well, it can become something analogous to a street demonstration of anger and distrust and uh, dislike of something, social policies or the criminal justice system, whatever the, the, uh, the concerns might be. But that draws others into it. And sometimes more unsavory individuals who are hate-filled and looking for ways to strike back at the established order in some way, and then it becomes out of control and there's acts of violence and so on. There's an analogous thing that can happen in social media when people gather together and then energy starts going and negativity creeps in and ramps up. It can get rather ugly and distressing and destructive, just in the same way as a physical altercation. That's an interesting idea because, you know, we're separated by space, but yet that same kind of energy could probably coalesce and come together in kind of like a mob-type fashion. Yep. U.S. creator, internet memes are one-picture depictions of an issue or topic that is often comical, ironic, or even condescending and demeaning. Often used as a form of creative rebellion or opposition to an opponent or position, it was stated recently in the article, How Donald Trump Won the 2016 Meme Wars, creators of these memes act as self-appointed cultural gatekeepers. Some credit Trump's supporters' mastery of the social media meme as perhaps an important key in his winning in 2016. What is creators' perspective on the power and influence of memes? All right, and this is what creator says. We see this as a fancy name for propaganda, meaning that it is information with a particular agenda that is uppermost in the intention in its launching. These are not necessarily truth that is in divine alignment, although can be. Much more often, they are a narrow perspective that fits a prejudice or bias of some kind and is seen as a useful talking point to create the impression of believability and truth of something that is inherently a one-sided depiction of reality. So if that representation at least is accurate, it is not telling the whole story, but not deceiving anyone other than not presenting the more complex tapestry of which it is a part. No such catchphrase is the be-all and end-all of human or divine wisdom. As an encapsulation, such phrases can resonate because they are created out of an appeal to prejudice many, many times. And to people holding the same prejudice notion, the catchphrase will resonate and will be embraced readily. 
and then passed on and circulated widely among that individual's circle of contacts. Those with an open mind that is also an empty one will rally around memes because they lack a personal depth of understanding already and may simply find it appealing at first blush and then embrace it without looking back. So that is the value of all propaganda, that it can persuade people to favor one's own perspective, but also can begin to co-opt the young who have not yet developed maturity to have well-formed ideas and opinions of their own. So it is a form of weaponized speech intended to be a kind of lasso to corral people to take a side in some way or another, and as such are manipulations inherently. This is no different than quoting someone who is learned and says something profound. Their proclamation may live for all time as an example of truth and wisdom. So the issue here is whether the pursuit in the phrase is about seeking truth and helping others to be awakened or is serving a dark agenda of some kind to dupe people into believing a falsehood or distort their thinking in ways that support a dark agenda. Well, the thing that jumps out at me is where a creator says that this kind of uh, propaganda can co-opt the young. And I can tell you that personal experience. My, you know, my daughter is uh, 14 years old and like, like most young women, most young children. No, she's not that young anymore. <laughs> uh, she's, you know, on the Internet with her iPad. She's got a phone now, an iPhone. And she loves memes and she trades memes all day long with her friends. You know, it's, and she talks about them incessantly. And uh, I kind of wondered, you know, is that a good thing or not? I'm not so sure. But uh, we're told here, probably not. (laughs) Well, one of the truisms that's kind of uh, held up over time is to consider the source. And that's what I would just say in answer to that dilemma. It's not like going to a book of famous quotes that kind of by definition, have at least held up over time because they've proven to have staying power. They had enough truth in them or importance in some respect to to hold up and to be honored and referenced again and again and again and again. And it's not so true of the things that flit by on social media platforms that are often shooting from the hip and ill-considered responses to partial information to begin with. Yeah. So there's the danger. That's all we're doing is pointing this out. Well, the interesting thing is, is that sometimes people will see the memes before they even see the underlying event. You know, the meme becomes the news. <laughs> yeah. And that's often yeah. how news accounts get distorted and cause damage. Absolutely. By the Absolutely. presumptuous. You ask creator, One social media innovation that has profoundly changed the way many people live their lives and develop their own sense of self-worth is the like button. Many are addicted to social media, and this is one of the big hooks. For those truly addicted, the difference between a good and a bad day will be determined by the number of likes they get that day. What is Creator's view of the like button? All right, this is Creator's perspective. We see this as the distillation of judgment into a simple gesture that is so narrow that it has little utility beyond giving a shallow reflection of the impact of someone's actions beyond themselves. 
its major defect is in the encouragement of judgment itself, as though everything must either pass or fail and be judged on the spot, and one must take a stand and make it known publicly what they believe about a matter. And as your question reflects, many people will take such things quite personally and hang on every gesture and take to heart what message it seems to convey and the number of positive or negative assessments applied to their posts might bring. This is the most unfortunate because there can be a huge span of gradations in the assessment of something such that a simple binary categorization becomes meaningless in truly conveying what someone really feels about one's actions. So we see this as a very primitive and almost childlike gesture of oversimplification that is more of an impediment to the culture than a benefit. It appeals to baser instincts in calling forth, in effect, a judgment that can be applied potentially to anything and everything one sees. This is not a healthy way to interact with the world to begin with, because each action, whether positive or negative, serves to separate you from what is taking place, because it keeps you on a separate platform in rendering those judgments. You are never truly allied with who or what you are judging. You are stepping back and making yourself known as a separate entity and, in effect, claiming higher ground and rendering judgment. And this is automatically creating a state of disunity, even when you're seemingly in alignment by rendering a passing grade to someone. You know, it's it's really thought-provoking, this whole channeling that creator shared on, on the like button. I mean, you would think that something like a like is, is innocuous. It's it's. It's just a little addendum to the everyday life, but by the power it wields is really disturbing, to be honest with you. Well, and that's the point of this, you know, to think more deeply about what one is doing. Yeah, absolutely. U.S. creator, cancel culture has really become a serious problem with the potential for severe, even grave repercussions for people who fall victim. Social media has seemingly enabled and fueled this trend, making it easier than ever before for a snitch to adversely alter the lives of the ideological opposition. Can Creator comment on the danger that cancel culture presents? And this is what Creator tells us. Social isolation and exclusion is one of the most negative of human experiences to endure. That is the reason that solitary confinement is outlawed universally, at least in general, because it is known to be cruel and even cause people to break down because it is intolerable. The same isolation and exclusion is felt when someone is bullied online and feels they're being shunned by any and all because that is their world as they experience it, that circle of individuals they have connected with through social media. And if those individuals turn on them by taking a dislike to something they think or believe, it can be devastating judgment and condemnation that will leave deep wounds and make life become intolerable. That is a good illustration and consequences that explain why the cancel culture is promotion of a kind of poison. It is condemning a person and destroying them by making them anathema and in effect no longer in existence when they've been run out of town, so to speak, and perhaps excluded from a group of former friends and perhaps fired from a job where they're felt to no longer fit 
because of a misstep and going against an ideological requirement of a group holding the greatest social power and control. This is highly dangerous because it is capable of causing such harm. It creates an environment where there'll be many victims and perpetrators both being generated at frequent intervals. Both are states of divine non-alignment with consequences. Both will incur karmic penalties and will be much greater for the perpetrator, the one making the judgment to exclude another, to cancel them in effect because of an ideological misstep in their perspective. So that victim suffers the consequence. Here again, we have an act of bullying that goes beyond horseplay and petty squabbles, but can cut to the core of personal identity and shattering self-worth and confidence with lifelong consequences in some cases. In effect, this is a kind of criminality to indulge in such conduct, and it is a symptom of the disconnection from the divine suffered by humanity that living in such a way exists at all let alone becomes a mainstream dominant activity governing human affairs. Well, Alcrator doesn't pull any punches on that one either. You know, um, it is, it seems so much easier to be abusive online than it is in person, you know, because you're, you're separated by uh, distance to some extent, as well as, you know, your vision and sound and all that. So, you know, just typing out that little quick, you're an idiot, while you probably wouldn't say that in person, face-to-face with the person, it's just so yeah. much easier to do it in social media. But it can carry, you know, huge penalties. Well, and, and people have committed suicide following yeah. a, a, a spout of, uh, or a spate of online bullying like that. They just get shattered, and it can drag them down to a point where they end it. And it, it's, it's so tragic because it's so unnecessary. Yes, yes, it is. It's a thoughtless act to to cancel someone, in effect, through your own thinking that you are in a place you can do that and justifiably. Yeah, that's a that's another whole conversation. Uh, check us out at getwisdom.com. Uh, you can sign up for free, be a participant member, and you can check out all the cha- many, many channelings that are in our database, thousands of them now. Um, you can go to getwisdom.com to the Divine data, divine Wisdom Database and check out channelings for the last three years and more. Uh, sign up today, getwisdom.com. We'll be right back with more of this topic right after this. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. 
you have the power to be stronger, live fearlessly, and enjoy the benefits of a great life. Listen for Fearlessly Authentic with host Jody Harrison Bauer. Jody has proven at an age when many start to slow down that she is just getting started. With two grown daughters, a successful business that she started at 50, a finalist in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue, and a two-time world bikini champion, she's ready to take you to the next level in your life. Fearlessly Authentic airs Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the second segment of Get Wisdom. We're talking about creator's perspective on the hidden hazards of social media. You know, I do computers for a living, Carl, and and I've actually been in the computer business um, since the early 90s before Social media really even was an understood term. The internet, the World Wide Web was coming on board, but the term social media hadn't even been coined yet. But boy, has it altered our lives the last 25 years. You know, it's, it's really amazing the transformation that's occurred. Well, I've watched this as well, being a bit of an old timer now myself, and uh, find it fascinating and not particularly appealing to me I like more meat. I like more depth in my interactions with people. And, you know, people don't have that much time, you know, especially to type things to others. That's why you see this kind of economization through things like Twitter, where you just got so many characters and yeah. you have to distill the meaning of life into a catchphrase. Right. <laughs> and I, I just don't find that very satisfying. That's me. But uh, there, there's damage that comes from this economy of interaction if it's used to promote negativity. Yes. Because then those things happen. They're, they're casual, maybe not in, so intended, but it's maybe something that's bothering the person. So that's what they communicate, the, yeah. the negative part. I think that's very well said, Carl. You asked creator... Social media trolls and bullies are truly an epidemic. Often these are people who would never be so bold and derogatory in person. It seems every echo chamber has its self-appointed bouncer who sees it as their job to drive away anyone who brings a dissenting opinion. Rather than engaging in a thoughtful discussion of any kind, they go for the jugular and call the opponent every name in the book. No amount of character assassination is too much, and even family members sit back and sometimes even cheer on the bouncer as they ravage a family member, something they would probably not be a party to in person. Can creator comment on this apparent hypocrisy? And this is what creator says. Hypocrisy is a good term for this kind of behavior. When people become self-righteous, thinking their opinions and their views are the absolute truth of things, and then disparage others who differ in their thinking because they're perceived as flawed and of lesser substance and value, that is truly a judgment which goes beyond having different ways of looking at something by applying a lesser value to someone with a different opinion, and then acting on that judgment to punish them in some fashion with exclusion, or at a minimum, some excoriation to make clear they're an intellectual lightweight or suffering from some kind of moral defect. 
Most such exhibitions of dominance through presumed superiority of one's opinions are simply ego in action, where people have too high an opinion of themselves and their innate wisdom. And in that inflated view of their self-confidence gives them license to criticize and even demean others who are, aren't as informed and knowledgeable and astute as they believe themselves to be. That is using their intellectual perspective as a kind of power play to consolidate their loftier status at the expense of the other party. This is not only hurtful to their victim, but it actually tarnishes their own soul. Because when confidence becomes arrogance in its expression, it is a diminishment of the individual and is a karmic misstep that will require a rebalancing and a repayment in some way because the consequences will always hurt everyone involved. This is true of all misconduct. Harming others harms the self even more grievously. So these are not trivial concerns. This is an important aspect in the art of living. To ride herd on one's baser instincts and truly envision what it's like to walk in someone else's shoes before making a critical comment. When people dis- agree to disagree and are willing to let go of the argument eventually to, in effect, live and let live. That is a good outcome from a confrontation because it recognizes many basic truths that are divine. People are different. They are intended to be different. They are made to be different, and they will be different. To force agreement with oneself on another is a misguided notion to begin with. There are times when people support falsehoods, and that can be damaging, but that can be pointed out in a calm, deliberate way, but with due regard for the rights of others and a basic human respect for people being themselves and on a unique path. So even though they might be behind you in their learning and have a narrower perspective, you are there once yourself and have no right to criticize them about being faulty. There are kinder and gentler ways to share greater knowledge without condemnation and judgment. Well, that's that's an eye-opening piece of information that people can be damaging their own souls in behaving badly in social media. Um, and I've had quite a bit of experience with it, not dishing it out, but on the receiving end. So it's, it's not hard to be in that boat. Well, this, this is a, uh, an object lesson in the art of living that we're not taught by and large. We're taught the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. But not that there are consequences from not following that. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> they don't teach morality anymore. I wonder why that is. That seems a little odd. It seems rather fundamental and important to the world, but we can't agree on what's moral and what isn't. Oh, yeah. So people. that's a problem, too. I wonder where that comes from. But anyway, yeah, really. that's, another, that's another series of shows. Imagine damaging your soul over a conversation about morality, right? <laughs> well, hey, it's easy to go wrong. As nowadays, it seems to be easier than ever before. You ask creator, can creator share how too much social media adversely impacts young people especially. All right. Creator tells us social media has many interesting aspects. It has the potential of fostering exchange of knowledge, information, and as a communication medium, helping people to connect when they may be physically distant and at an impractical distance to come together on any kind of regular basis. 
and so may share their lives still through electronic means available through the social media platforms. But as always, the devil is in the details. What one makes of the opportunity is everything. How you go about communicating, what you say, how you say it, when and where you weigh in and offer something of your own will determine what happens to those you interact with. And ultimately, the law of karma will assess whether you are raising yourself up or lowering yourself, whether you are raising up others or attempting to lower them in effect through a kind of mistreatment in rendering a judgment or something that is perceived as an attack or a snub. Human nature being problematical because humans are continually corrupted by the darkness through subliminal programming and the high percentage of people harboring dark spirit attachments that influence their thinking, all of the problems of society will inevitably end up being interjected into the discourse on social media platforms. So young people will quickly find themselves in the deep end of the pool, subjected to much adult negativity and be following some of the worst role models in how to comport themselves in treating others and reacting to others, perhaps treating them with indifference or treating them unfairly. There are many aberrations created by the unique existence of an electronic platform of communication like this, where one can reach potentially a huge circle of people and influence them to the negative and do it over and over, especially if there is a contingent of followers who like that kind of interchange and will support it and cheer it on. So the internet becomes a kind of social barometer of acceptance or rejection, often on quite arbitrary considerations. And given the contaminated thinking and the level of corruption, it is almost inevitable that people will eventually be confronted by someone who takes them on, seeking to diminish them. So there's plenty of bullying already in the physical environment, as in the school setting, for example, in particular, but also on playgrounds everywhere and street corners and within families by siblings fighting one another and sometimes ganging up against a particular member of the group. Social media extends and widens the scope of potential bullying, so it can become much more frequent and also quite intense. There may not be physical consequences directly of being bullied online, but there will certainly be negative emotional consequences, as evidenced by many young people being driven to suicide because they are bullied and rejected by their peers in social media exchanges. In a sense, the human being of today is not fit for human company in a true sense of divine human alignment with the divine workings of the Almighty. So we say this not to discourage and as a reason to give up working towards a better future, but as a caution. You are asking and we are answering. It is that simple. If you ask about something ugly, we will talk about something ugly. And it is our level of concern for the darker side of things that makes this more likely than not. But that is the intention of your question, to look at the broader concern for the welfare of the young in the context of this ubiquitous presence of electronic communication that is almost entirely unfiltered. In many ways, it is 
possible to do much greater harm through the implied safety and often anonymity of an online presence. So many are bullied sight unseen and are a nameless being to the victim. But it can hurt tremendously just to know someone out there has such a low opinion of them and such a strong desire in wishing them ill. The young especially are sensitive and vulnerable to such criticisms. It can be not only damning, but damaging to their emotional health, well-being, and even prospects for living a happy life and not being in a state of chronic anxiety stemming from youthful encounters with such negativity. This speaks to the broader need of healing for all so that society as a whole can be cleaned up, cleaned out, and reorganized along a more divine alignment. You are far from that at present, but that potential exists, and you can bring it about by coming together and requesting divine help. You know, this idea of uh, throwing the young people into the deep end of the pool before they're ready to swim is is something I totally see with the social media involvement my daughter engages in especially. Uh, It's very taxing. It's very troubling. Uh, At the same time, though, she has, this is not the 1970s. You know, back in the 1970s, he used to say, bye, mom, at nine o'clock in the morning. It was like, be home by the time the streetlights come on, you know. Those days are long gone for today's modern children. And, uh. But they need interaction with their peers. And right now, the only avenue for that is the social media aspect for many, many people, especially with COVID, too, and on top of everything else. So it's, it's, uh, it creates quite the dilemma because I would love to limit her time on there. But on the other hand, you know, it's, she doesn't have the interaction otherwise. So it's, uh, it's quite the dilemma. This is where the Lightworker Healing Protocol, I think, has saved the day for her. Because we but we haven't talked about it so far in this, the context of this um, of this show, but whenever somebody's impacted negatively emotionally, that's a door opening for negative spirits to come in and get attached, and then they can ramp things up and make things much worse. So somebody driven to suicide based on social media feedback, uh, there's a lot more going on behind the scene that we've talked about in other shows, but you know. This is this is particularly why this is very very dangerous, you know, because it does open these doors to to negative dark beings that come in and cause all kinds of havoc. Yeah, and the and, lightworker and, healing protocol is protection against that. It's it's critical. And and this isn't a small thing, and it isn't a rare thing. It's common. Ninety percent of people have dark spirit attachments. They get them when they're little, even as infants. One thing science has found out about mental illness especially the severe kinds like schizophrenia, the one thing they can find, and having tried to look at every possible origin, all the genetics, all of the other kinds of environmental influences, diets, and social influence and so on, the one thing that really stands out is bullying in childhood. It leads to schizophrenia. Why could that be? Wow, are people more sensitive than we thought to bullying? You know, they're not getting toughened up enough along the way. They can stand up to a little bit of roughhousing and so on. It's the dark spirit infestation that it brings. That is the cause of severe mental illness. 
100% of schizophrenia is due to dark spirit meddler manipulation of the mind to, yes. to damage it and cause delusional thinking. That sounds like a wild notion and a conspiracy theory and maybe a delusion on my part. I'm sorry, but this is how scientific paradigms get overturned eventually. The right. truth comes through long enough and loud enough that eventually people start to look into it. Yes. And, you know, the funny thing about social media is that the old term, you know, sticks and stones can break my bones, but words can never hurt me. But the social media is all words. And yet we see the damage that it's causing. So, you know, as, as appealing as that, uh, that statement is, it, it's, it's emphatically untrue. Words carry great power. And, they do. Uh, can, they do. And it's, it's, off, it's more frequent that it is exchange of words that are the act of bullying than a physical fight or a physical attack of some kind yes. or a, even just a threat of physical attack. It's the social snubbing, the exclusion, the condemnation, the ganging up and cliques and, and gangs and groupings that disparage others who aren't an inside member. And all of that, it's very harmful. It's very hurtful. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the rejection, essentially. And being rejected is, is extremely hurtful and extremely devastating. And um, that can happen you know, with full power on social media as you're sitting in your bedroom with your nightlight on, you know, you're, you're being ravaged, you know, who, who could have thought of such a thing, right? It's, it's really quite diabolical if you think about it, you know, you're surrounded in what you consider a safe space and yet you can be ravaged as badly as if some bully was, you know, beating you up on a gravel playground somewhere, you know. Well, that's in effect what happens with spirit infestation. You have a gang of bullies operating deep within your mind below your conscious awareness, and they wreak havoc. That's how it can cause so much damage, because it's sight unseen. Well, we need uh, we need people to really check out the Lightwork Healing Protocol, because that's how you can fight back against this kind of problem. Get information on it by downloading our LHP ebook, getwisdom.com slash LHP. Also get our prayer book, our, ten, our prayers from creator about uh, all aspects of life and how to enhance the ability of prayer beyond what you've probably been taught in your classic religions. Get that at getwisdom.com slash prayer. And we'll be right back. Final segment right after this. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. 
Visit GetWisdom.com. Are you dreaming about blissful retirement? Retirement could mean living another 30 years past the last day of work. Many women worry about retirement and financial security more than many other aspects of their career. Join Maria Lucasen for Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. This show will answer questions about resources, ideas, and assurances about life in retirement. Join in on the conversations Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Back to the final segment of this week's Get Wisdom, where we are sharing creators' perspective on the hazards of social media. And it turns out there's uh, <clears throat> more than a few. Uh, you know, for, for a platform that, um, has so much promise. And I, you know, I remember the excitement at seeing the first smartphones come out. I thought, wow, that is so cool. I look back at that now and say, wow, I, I, even then I didn't see how problematic these things were going to be. Yeah, I agree with you. This has crept up on us. (laughs) (laughs) It really has. U.S. creator, social forum platforms like Facebook seem to have such an incredible promise as an electronic public square, where everyone can participate, where people can debate issues, present supporting data and evidence easily, and enable everybody to become more informed at a deep level about all the myriad things impacting their lives. But the reality is, it seems very few actually want to engage at a deeply thoughtful level, and instead use a platform simply for reinforcing their already entrenched beliefs and attacking and ridiculing anyone who tries to challenge them. Can creators share why this ideal of an electronic public square has fallen so short? And creator tells us the following. The reason that this idea is not fulfilling its promise is not the fault of the concept or its execution. It is that people have become, have been corrupted and hold many false inner beliefs and are programmed relentlessly below conscious awareness to adopt many distorted perspectives and to be triggered with messages that appeal to inborn prejudice previously installed through subliminal programming. This compounds the negativity that can be amplified through triggering someone who is sensitive to an issue and programmed to feel passionately a particular perspective and also programmed to react strongly and perhaps even with violence when encountering an opposing view. When people are manipulated in this way to ignore certain topics altogether and be complacent, even when they see the world crumbling about them, what good is a social media platform for sharing knowledge and information? They, in effect, will not benefit because their mind is closed. The same is true of the carefully cultivated believers of all kinds in religion or in politics who embrace their party, come what may, and their membership, whether open, honest, and egalitarian, or demonstrably criminal in their actions in some instances. 
This is how people of one faction will overlook almost any transgression of one of their followers, but will hold their opposition to account for the merest failing or weakness, real or imagined. So, in a sense, the social media platform is not constructing what it promises, but is, in effect, only reflecting what has been done subliminally to influence popular opinion. There is a potential still for opening minds and hearts, using social media for a free exchange of ideas and for whistleblowing exercises of value to warn people about wrongdoing and the dangers of current events inimical to the best interests of humanity and its survival. Time will tell who will win in this ongoing contest, the interlopers programming you behind the scenes or your seemingly free exchange of thoughts and feelings via social media as a tool of persuasion. Wow. That's creators really laying out, you know, the dilemma that faces us here. Because on the one hand, creator is saying the social media platform is not constructing what it promises to be because it's only reflecting what's done subliminally to the population. That is well, a, that's a huge revelation there. Well, you know, it's not too shocking. You know, if you judge something by what happens when people gather, say, at an event or any location where people might come together, get out of the rain or or to to support some local uh, event or celebration or what have you, what takes place then? is not the, the forum's fault or the venue's fault. It's the people who show up, what they bring yeah. with them, and how they behave. Yes. And so Absolutely. this speaks to the deep underlying causes as being the influence of the darkness, really. The darkness is within us. It's, it's meant to be. It is purposefully infiltrating and altering human beings. So what they do on social media reflects all of that. You know, the thing that really just enamored me and uh, got my attention and disturbed me to to a great degree is that the one thing that social media does enable you is that you have a library information at your fingertips. You know, if you're in a conversation at a bus stop and you have a book at home that has a great paragraph that you'd love to share with, that's hard. You you can't get it. You know, it would be a lot of trouble to go home, get that paragraph, send it to the person, all that. But with social media, you can... Go to another screen, another screen, another tab. Look up Google, get that exact quote, and paste it there for that person immediately. So you have an access to information like never, never before. And you would think, with all that power and all that evidence and all that information and history and knowledge and and scholarship, that that would transform civilization. That it, you you would be you be educating the people around you, your brothers, your sisters, your friends, your the people on the other side of the country, people on the other side of the world, that everybody would be getting an education and it would lift all everybody up equally. And that's well, not happening. And it's just stunning to me. Well, I think we're we're getting down to cases here. We've taken a lot of pot shots at social media for a variety of reasons, for the conduct it promotes and allows and represents, also often being negative rather than positive. But it, it's sort of like the, uh, the old uh, saw, don't shoot the messenger. Right. <laughs> well, in a sense, the social media is the messenger. It's the platform. It's the right. mechanism for exchange of information. 
But what is there can be really, truly ugly and demeaning, just as a basic human set of ideas and principles. So you have to look deeper where that comes from, why it is there. And that's what we always eventually get around to when we talk with you about what's going on in the world and why. Exactly. And about the answers. You ask Creator, can Creator share how the misuse of social media can create negative karma and how the Lightworker Healing Protocol can both heal and protect individuals from the ravages and negative impact of social media? All right. And this is what Creator said. This just came out of my mouth as I just sat in my little chair having asked this question on a recording and then recorded the answer. Creator said, the bottom line when it comes to human behavior and karma is that you can never get away with anything. Whether you know something to be a failing or see it as just a casual comment or action expressing displeasure about something you feel strongly If it is recognized as wounding by another, it will be so. The reality of existence is that everything that happens is recorded for all of time. Every life you live, every moment, and every action you take that may serve or undermine the self or those around you will be on display and reviewable by anyone, including oneself, All of the good and the bad will have a corresponding energetic signature. The karmic missteps, the mistakes, the injuries to self and others will compel the law of karma to seek you out as time loops back and forth and there will be an increasing pressure applied to rebalance any wrongdoing or missteps along the way. You will be rewarded for your good deeds but you will certainly be punished for the bad deeds. And that punishment will be greatly amplified because an act of negligence, whether of evil intent or not, will become compounded as the damage spreads from the initial victim to causing consequences to a whole circle of individuals beyond who are influenced subsequently by the negativity set in motion through your actions as you proceed through life. The extent to which this is a new idea to you reflects the reality of how far behind you are in making amends for your transgressions. The law of karma will bring difficulty your way as a reminder and as a kind of imperative to work to do better. It may put temptation in your path. It may put a punishment square in your way to be endured as a life lesson and a means of repaying the harm done to others or to the self in other lifetimes. If you do not get the lesson, you will not learn much from the reworking and the reliving. This is one of the purposes of the human existence, to learn to reckon with karma about serious matters and to make life better as a consequence, to become more refined, more knowledgeable, more sensitive, and more devoted to divine principles and seeking a better way to live, to serve oneself and others equally, so things are in balance. That is the goal and objective of all of this. The Lightworker Healing Protocol can be a means for bringing divine assistance at long last to enable karmic repair to be done in a very deep and comprehensive way to right the wrongs of history and get you out from under all the collective consequences of prior wrongdoing. 
This is why so many people have so many chronic illnesses. It is the buildup of this negative karma bringing that about. The mechanistic aspects that medicine focuses on are but trivial workings of energy at the end stage when karma has brought about a reckoning. You need divine help to truly undo the past by going across time and bringing in healing for the accumulated wounds that have led to a calamity in the current life or a catastrophe, as the case may be, as with fatal accidents and fatal illnesses. Anything can be healed if it is appropriate from the divine perspective in agreement with the law of karma and the higher self at a soul level. This is what the Lightworker Healing Protocol initiates on your behalf by including requests for every kind of negativity that can befall a human being and requesting divine assistance for its healing and a restoration of the being to a higher vibrational state of divine alignment. It asks for the things you do not know how to ask for and it asks for the greatest and most comprehensive strategies for healing to be employed on your behalf and to see to this over and over in perpetuity. It includes many enhancements with leveraging to load the dice in your favor, to have multiple sources of assistance be brought to bear, to work across all times and dimensions on all your prior existences and to keep at it until healing is achieved. This is the closest humans can come to a state of perfection in launching a divine request. That is why we are working with you so it has been developed and refined to its present high-level capability because it is the answer for healing the problem of evil. It is the way through which you can heal your perpetrators to get out from under their domination and suppression of humanity and its potential annihilation at their hands. This can literally save you and save them as well. Unless they are healed and withdraw, you will not be able to continue. They are too powerful. You need divine help. And the only way the divine can change what is happening is through healing. That is why the Lightworker Healing Protocol is the key to your future. It is something anyone can do in the privacy of their own mind to make a great impact on the world in saving humanity. You know, one quick observation I have as we get to winding up the show here is that Creator said of this channeling that everything you do, everything you think, everything you say, every, every, every behavior you elicit is recorded for all of time. And social media kind of reflects that. You know, you're, you're warned. Don't say it because it's going to be out there and come back to haunt you years later. So in a way, social media is a reflection of a greater reality that what you put out there is going to stay out there. So be cautious. Well, and, and everything matters. Yes. And the other thing is, if you don't attend to the harm you cause, it will come back to bite you. This is a built-in mechanism of the universe. It's not God deciding to punish you. This is the way everything is, is constructed for energy to flow back and forth. And it's inevitable that you will have a reckoning if you get off the, the right path. Well, get so back it's on your the responsibility right path. <laughs> to heal yourself and others. Get back on the right path with Lightworker Healing Protocol. We also have healing services. Check us out at GayWisdom.com. We are out of time, Carl. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. 
They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week. 